It is November 8th, 2021. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. Dan, is that the raspberry, or no, berry, just berry, right? Uh, black raspberry. Oh, black raspberry. It, is that in that, uh, did you get the sample pack from Costco? Is that what you have? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That that has my favorite flavor in the peach, uh, beach bum plum, whatever. But that's oh, that my one... new favorite. Yeah, the beach bum plum. No, it's pretty good. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in on this lovely Monday evening. I am Tim Herb. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley. Over to my my screen left. um, And Dan James down below. Um, Good evening. Thank you guys for for hopping on. And um, yeah, it's... Dan, I feel like it's been a while since the three of us have been on here, right? It's been... It's been a minute. It's been like three or four weeks, something like that. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Yeah. Feels good, yeah, though. It's been a while. It feels good, though. It's, Who's uh... ready to crack this vault open tonight, boys? Oh, Are boy. we cracking it? We're cracking the vault. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, this should be great. Oh, yeah. man. Lots of good things. Lots of good things. Not for you guys, but in general, <laughs> for the team and everything else. I just Great. want to do a little general housekeeping. General housekeeping. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button, the notification bell icon. We do know that we have some looky-loos, some voyeurs, some peeping toms who don't subscribe and who watch the show. It just it helps us out. If you just hit that little button, just hit that button. We know We see you. You're watching us and you're not... You're just like watching from afar. It's kind of creepy, to be honest. Anyway, I see you making. I see you making. Um, if you guys are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, be the first person in the past like year to leave us a rating and or a review. We're still the highest and highest rated uh, and most reviewed Atlanta United podcast on Apple Podcasts. But it seems like I don't know if the UI is too hard for people now to like scroll yeah. and find the find the stars. It's a Hit bummer. The stars. Hit them stars. We got to be better. We need more reviews and better reviews than the Eternals um, are getting. So, um, and if you guys are, I guess, whatever, find us wherever you uh, wherever you find and, and listen to podcasts. If you guys are only catching a, a piece of the YouTube show, I don't think we've ever just kind of directed people to go and just search Atlanta United. Find us. Listen to us. Join us. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Be so we got a lot to get into. What, what, where should we start? Should we, should we save the vault for last or should we do it first? We should do the vault last, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Right. I, think that, well, I think that's the last thing for the, I think that's the last thing for the show. Oh, and I didn't even mention the fine folks, and I'm not pointing the right direction. Anyway, the, in the trap, we got Elliot Beaven, Richard Gordon, Anthony Neitzel, Kendrick Brock, Brittany S., Michelle Paravani, Jay Hennibal. It feels good. It feels good to have everybody in here. It does. It really yes. does. No, no, you could put Brittany's comment back up because it's 100% accurate. The union fumbled the bag. And uh, you know what? I have a little more respect for Jim Jim Curtin now than I used to. Nathan Explosion is in here with us, too, live from a Metalocalypse. Um, so we, yeah, Jim, uh, did you guys see that comment Jim Curtin posted on? Uh, no. I think he took a screenshot. Somebody sent it to the Slack this morning. He took a screenshot from the MLS app. Let me see if I can actually pull this up real quick. Um, but yeah, he, he is like a master of shithousery, right? Like he is not one of my uh, not one of my think, favorite favorite think, characters. I think Heinz has texted him a congratulations. Or- <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, damn it. Okay, yeah, hold that's on. Pretty funny. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pulling it up right now. I wasn't signed into Instagram on my computer, so let me hit the share button for those of you guys who aren't watching. Go over to Jim Curtin's. Uh, Instagram, it's Jim Curtin, J-I-M-C-U-R-T-I-N-5, the head coach of 
of um oh i can't read that that's so of tiny. philly sorry hold on is that any better a little bit still tiny how about like that no. oh, oh you oh, had it there, there you, you go sorry i have an ultra wide monitor that's a humble brag but um so it's thick it's a thick monitor really by most standards <laughs> but so jim Curtin here the the screenshot is of the mls app with them playing at noon at home against red bulls uh on the 20th and then um yeah, anyway, SKC in Vancouver uh, at 3 p.m. And Jim Curtin said, reward for finishing second place in the East, eggs and bacon for your pregame meal. Also, finding out through the MLS app that doesn't work 90% or 95% of the time was a touch of class. On wow. <laughs> that man is just absolutely baiting the league office to find his team uh garber bucks uh to spend next season so yeah, no kidding i'd be more upset about the fact that it's not streaming on any actual stations besides um, yeah. the mls soccer app univision 2dn yeah yeah well, i don't know what tsn is and no tva idea. sports don't know that's yeah. probably local channels but i think that uh isn't tsn canada yeah that's the score network isn't it I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. Why would they be playing? I guess maybe MLS, regardless. Right? Yeah. Um. So, is there anything else behind eggs and bacon, or is it just because he's whining about playing early? I think it's the time. Yeah, it's a 12 p.m. kickoff. Yeah. yeah. Which oh, is, man. I mean, that is a little weird, right? Like, yeah. I mean, to play that early. I don't There's know. There's not a 12 o'clock game during regular season, much right. less for playoffs. That seems ridiculous. I'm so used to big games in major American professional and college sports starting at like nine o'clock at night right. on a weeknight, like not right. not 12 on a Saturday. Like that's that's like Big Ten football kickoff. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird oh. for soccer. Speaking of nine o'clock sporting events on a weeknight, uh, I'd be remiss if we didn't say go Braves, man. Yeah. What an end to that. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. No kidding, man. I, <laughs> I haven't fallen asleep on the couch that much in a long time. <laughs> yeah. My, my age was showing. I don't watch baseball really, but that, that final series was fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, it we really just... was. Game six. I mean, we just crushed them. It was Dude, just like home just run, stifling. home run, stifling. Yeah. Have uh, you have you seen the uh, hillbilly guy screaming about like he's doing the um, Soler's coming up to bat? He's doing the commentary along. He's like, "Oh, they're worried. They're worried that Freddie Freeman's up on deck, but they're not thinking about Soler. No, <laughs> no one's thinking about Soler." Oh, my favorite was the. My favorite was the like hispanic broadcast like the mexican broadcast i don't know if you guys saw that but whenever he hit the homer oh my god it was amazing i i, I could watch spanish broadcasts of baseball games if it's like that time and time again over an english broadcast because it was incredible yeah that's pretty great it's <laughs> like hannibal saying come on dan we are those fucking guys <laughs> yeah. um yeah you know it's great like if that if that like little little rafter that was above the wall at minute made wasn't there that ball would have been like in the parking lot if it didn't end up in the parking lot already like it was it was yeah it was crushed man it yeah. was uh yeah that was quite quite the hit um yeah fantastic another championship in the championship city right That's i it. saw i i, I and this is a reason i don't get on social media i saw a headline pop up that was like um you know, the first breaking the Atlanta sports curse for championships is like, ah, close. Oh, that's baiting. Close this. That's bait, mate. <laughs> like, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pass on that thread real quick. Yeah. 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 No there was kidding. a whole, a whole lot of that about, it was like, just. Can we Did Jeff Schultz write Bowie? this? <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Schultz. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then there, inevitably there's somebody down in there. It's like, but what about the swarm? She <laughs> <laughs> looks. Other lacrosse. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's um. Yeah, I don't. Oh, man, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. There's people are uh, people are silly. Uh, Kendrick Brock said it did go out the the ball did hit out of the stadium yeah it did and apparently somebody found it um outside the stadium oh, which is pretty nice awesome, so. um so 
question what time is our game against nycfc i, I actually don't think and kendrick actually uh um brought attention to the fact that they had taken that put like uh, mls soccer uh dot com had taken down that screenshot or like that that page and oh, really? the times have not been released yet gotcha oh, so there's gotcha. no schedule released yet so whenever i look at you know it's funny is i'm looking at the score dan um and i didn't know what tsn stood for i'm looking um, at the mls app but whoa that's a lot of glass you can't read that at all but yet we've got a i saw us playing on the 21st of november at 5 30 so mm, that's pretty but good. it's been but it's been taken down now just yeah teams TBD. everything is uh tbc versus tbc at tbd right now so cool yeah um yeah no it's um uh, yeah fun stuff <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a kind of a wild day. I didn't catch up with everything from yesterday yet, but the, did you guys see the end of the RSL game? Uh, I think Will <laughs> Bauron was bringing up the handball during that match, but the fact that they clinched a playoff spot in the 95th, 95th minute, minute yeah, yeah, of, yeah, with five minutes of stoppage time. Yeah. That's you'd love to see that. And then I have not been paying attention to the West, obviously, because Colorado have come out of nowhere to me and won the West. And no, <laughs> neither LA team making the cut. Wait, like Colorado that's... won the West? I knew they yeah. were like, they, they were like yeah. top three for most of the season. But... They finished uh, They finished top. Yeah. Well, yep. damn. That's they're pretty top. Great. Seattle second, I believe. Aren't they? They're yeah. more of a defensive Kansas powerhouse, right? Third. Yeah. No, they just beat whoever they were playing, like 5-2 or 6-1 or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, They've been scoring a ton of goals. And I would be remiss if I didn't say, uh, or remissed, if uh, I didn't say that we were talking so much shit about Vancouver last week and they were surging at the time. Like, they're the Western Western Conference Red Bulls. Like, they're, uh, I think they ended up in the playoffs. Yeah, they're in the sixth seed. Um, After they got beat by whoever it was, like the, whatever the Sunday Beer League team um in the canadian cup yeah that's got to be surely vancouver is the most least likely to have made the playoffs at the beginning of the beginning of the season i mean they've just been horrible for years and years and years well orlando made it dan so i don't well i mean (laughs) i thought for sure they were gonna drop man there there was a real chance that they were gonna get cut yesterday and the fact yeah. that they hung on i was like Damn get their butts cut yeah back-to-back playoff appearances i know I in know. fact yeah yeah that's yeah. it that's it that's it you, you know what's really uh really kind of great about the colorado storyline is there's a kid um is it cole bassett that plays for them um those are he, shoes tim cole bassett's are shoes yeah okay Anyway, his name is Cole Bassett. He's 20 years old. He was getting interest from Benfica or Braga or one of the big teams in in Portugal during the summer transfer window, and he declined. He's like, I want to stay here. I want to win a championship, and I don't want to sit the bench going over there right now. He's like, I'd rather stick. And he helped them win the West. (laughs) That's that's actually a pretty good storyline. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, Um, I mean, lots of players should have probably done that. Moises Caicedo. I don't know who that is. He was a uh, he played <laughs> for America de Cali in Colombia, oh, and um, he he was on Atlanta United's transfer list. And oh, Cole Hans, thanks, Will Bowron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will Bowron bringing the the Macy's shoe department knowledge to Dan. He said, "You're That's thinking right. Cole Hans, not not Cole Bassett's." <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, shows how much how much shopping I do. Yeah, they also have this other guy, Kenneth Cole, that plays for them. Yeah. No. Oh, department store jokes. Keep going, Dan. Sorry, Moises <laughs> Caicedo. That was Joe Cole. Um, yeah. So he was a defensive center, defensive midfielder. Great potential, huge potential coming out of there. And um, he was on our radio. Hopefully, we were going to bring him in. And of course, he just chose to go to Brighton. And then he just got sent on sent out on loan to some Belgian team, and then it's just been riding the pine ever since. Sounds Should have like come a, to Atlanta. Uh, yeah, so he'll end up back just like who was it? Kamar Lawrence that went to oh. went to where did he go? Anderlecht or Standard Liège? One of the one of those Belgian top 
a couple teams ended up coming back. And where's he at now? Toronto, right? Yep. Yeah. From one asshole team to another. <laughs> yeah. That's whatever team he's on is the asshole team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Not, yeah. It's good to see him not in the playoffs. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, so we've we've talked about um, fifteen minutes without even really talking about Atlanta United. So good job, guys. Well, next give the week, people what they came from. Yeah, stick to soccer. Came for. Yeah, so we'll be back next week because we do have another two weeks. We have almost two weeks before the next match. So, <laughs> <laughs> so getting into the match this past weekend, um, boy, what a what a difference a half makes, I guess. Let's start there, maybe. Because to me, Jesus, I that first half might have been one of the worst first halves for a game for Atlanta United in a while. I mean, that was tough to watch at times. Um, I don't know if it was the lineup or the, you know, I think it was um, Kevin Egan who was mentioning it's just the Red Bulls hangover or what, but they just looked sluggish and flat footed for pretty much the entirety of that first half and ultimately end up going down one goal as a result. And going into the second half, you're thinking, are we going to lose and end up in seventh in the East? And then they come out in that second half and just light things up and are completely different team, which was, which was great to see. And hopefully is the momentum they take going into the playoffs rather than that first half. Cause that ain't going to cut it. No, it just, it just pisses me off sometimes because I mean, we've got all this talent. Maybe it's just that I'm building myself up with like, we should have we should have won this game like four to nothing. Yeah. And you know, there's all this on the line. We have to win. We could get home field advantage, although you're you're um, relying on Philadelphia to help us out. Um, but to come out with that sort of limp, just no urgency, just kind of like kind of pedestrian attitude is just like what the fuck is going because it always seems like in these big games not finals not playoffs that's not what i'm talking about but these big games during the regular season and it's just they always just you know you they they just fall flat all the time and you're so disappointed but thankfully like you said second half came around but good god sort it out lads sort it out yeah, the um, exhaustion seemed to be kind of the prevailing sentiment from the broadcast teams listening to um, listening to the radio broadcast yesterday. That seemed to be the the thing that was, you know, like kind of the hangover. And it seemed like that was way more. And I guess it did end up being that way, where a, a draw on Wednesday was more pivotal into in, in our positioning, and probably was a more important game for us to pull a draw out of, given the given the like the scenarios that had to happen yesterday for us to not make the playoffs. Cause I mean, ultimately I, I it was going to be hard for us to get that um, to get that home home uh, playoff match. So, yeah, I mean, going into it on Sunday and knowing that you, ha- that a team like Montreal, it was Montreal. That was the only team that could have jumped us with like some crazy scenario yesterday. Right. Um, yeah. 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 So, I mean, knowing that going into that, I, I had no problem, I guess, pedestrian, what have you with, with us not being the sharpest yesterday in the first half. Um, but then again, I mean, just kind of, they had to batten down the hatches in the second half and still ended up giving up two goals against us. So the, or was the, yeah, the, 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 the mile. Yeah. They were both in the second half. I don't know why I was thinking the miles goal happened in the first half, but yeah. 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 So I, I just feel bad for Cincinnati fans. I mean, they so Bailey scored that goal in like the twentieth minute, and immediately they just concede going into the opposition half. They just sat back, all of them. And then yeah. eventually Vasquez is subbed off um for uh, I can't remember who it was. Was it Joe Zhao? No, uh, Alan Cruz. Alan it, Cruz. Was, it was Alan He's, Cruz. That's right, because they ended up like midfielder. reshaping, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they, four, four, five, four, five, one with Brenner up on by himself, but it's just like God. I mean, yeah. having to deal with that, just with that, that's their game plan. They go in. Mm-hmm. If they get up a goal, okay, bunker guys, we just need to hang on to this one goal. Yeah. And 
I mean, if to have a fan base that's that's as they just deserve better. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I hear them cheering for Lucio Costa, so like I don't really feel bad for any fans that are <laughs> like uh, affectionate towards uh, towards that that little guy. Um, yeah, who's who's least likable in MLS? I'm gonna give you three guys, and they all are diminutive figures: Lucio Costa, Maxi Morales, or Felipe. I don't know. I want to pus, pus, punch Castellanos in the face every time. Oh, uh, yeah, him. Castellanos. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. Maybe next weekend. Um, but well, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, it's really, it's really endearing that he just won the golden boot, too. So that, that's, <laughs> that's promising going into playoffs. You know what sucks? Yeah. You know what sucks, though, is like, I, I, I'd rather him win it because I don't think he oh, had. Oh, boy. Yeah, exactly. Can, I don't think he had as near as many penalty uh, goals as Ola Kamara did. Yeah. Yeah. Because Ola Kamara, like half of his goals this season were, were yeah. penalties. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, to your point, Dan, you're right. I mean, when I look at that midfield and I see Madunian in, and I guess Kubo's maybe not necessarily a defensive guy, but like, I don't really know that you need that much. If you're playing a back four, I don't know how much you need coverage wise in the midfield uh defensively whenever you have Madunian and already in there um as kind of an enforcer and I don't know yeah it's it is kind of like a toothless um a toothless tactic from them because I mean what's what's the point of getting rid of um actually I don't even know why Yapstam was was fired was it it was performance based right or was it yeah, controversial I mean, they, or controversy based i can't they were, remember they were just garbage just a horribly you know defensive team they had some decent players as well like but, Ariel had been decent Acosta's decent and they just i mean they got they rid just, of Frankie Amaya at the beginning of the season too right they're like, moribund they, moribund is what they are I don't know what that means, but boring. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, right. But the kind of just brings up that that point of like, why? I don't know. Why do you let go of a defensive minded defensive minded uh, manager when you're just going to tuck tail and run after going up one nil in the first half? It's it is. Well, why are you when you're you are going to be regardless, even if you win the game, you're finishing last in the table what are you protecting right right just go for it i mean (laughs) it was just bizarre to me and that they were they were also on the front foot as well like they were pressuring us right and to just totally concede you don't want to give atlanta united the ball come on i mean that's that's like playing atlanta united one on one on one unless you're the rebels i feel like we need to address some of the trap activity that's going on um Brittany asks, asking, why did he, why did Pineda rest Lennon yesterday? Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad that he was okay and they brought him in. I don't know if it's just trying to keep players healthy going into playoffs that he maybe felt like he didn't really need them. Um, it sounded like Sosa might be okay to play too. I, I don't think he traveled, but again, I think it's right now, I think Pineda's mind because really there was no way for Atlanta to lose and not make the cut yesterday. I guess they could, if they lost by eight goals, but ultimately I I don't think that there was a way that they were going to miss the playoffs. So my thinking is that it was just to keep, keep guys healthy. Um, I know that they've got two weeks off until playoffs start, but that's sort of what I'm thinking. Um, Sounds like Moreno was kind of a similar thing where he just took a little bit of a knock, but wasn't anything too, too serious so um I, i'm hoping it was just trying to keep people rested at least yeah um moreno's pain management they said like he yeah. i think he hurt his foot or something so yeah. yeah i said he's has he's had a nagging foot injury um yeah. so i think that gave them gave him the ability to rest so yeah um yeah Stephen perales chiming in saying hopefully uh sosa recovers that would be that would be quite nice if he is ready for for the Yankee stadium match. Um, cheese coach Steve is in, uh, thanks for joining. Um, and also Sydney 17 supporters group, Nick Punyal all the way down in, uh, Sydney, Australia watching us tonight. Um, Oh, nice. What's it like eight o'clock in the morning there? Um, it is, what is it? Talk about watching a show with bacon and eggs. Is it? Yeah. Are they 14 hours ahead? I can't remember. Sounds right. I don't know. Daylight savings time, Tim. 
No, it you're right. Uh, no, it is. They're 16 <laughs> hours ahead. They are 16 <laughs> hours ahead of us. So, um, <laughs> it's not daylight savings time right now. It well, is standard you know. time. Daylight savings time <laughs> happens in March. Stop. <laughs> it is Eastern Standard Time right now. But, it gets, no. yeah. but it's darker earlier, so yeah. I don't get it. I hate daylight savings time. You should like it because it gives us a lot more daytime. <laughs> it gives us a lot more sun. This is daylight stealing time. No, if you have children, it just fucks everything up. It just fucks it all up all the time. <laughs> I go to work, it's dark. I come home, it's dark. <laughs> Standard time is bullshit. Kelly Francis joining us live. Um, just to chime in and say that he is having foot issues. Obviously talking about Nick Pugnall in Australia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. It's the time difference. Yeah, it's, 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 it's got to do with the barometric pressure. <laughs> it's actually in Australia time Moreno is recovered already. <laughs> That's how this works, right? That's definitely how it works. Yes, good. Yes. <laughs> he had more time to recover that way. <laughs> he got an extra hour. He got an extra 14 hours. It was a recovery. mind F and a half. <laughs> We're gonna send him on a plane coming back across. <laughs> We're gonna send him back. <laughs> Across the internet, we don't know if he's going to heal in time for the game. We're going to send him to Australia. He'll go back in time. Just keep going really forward in time. <laughs> we really <laughs> fucked this up. Yeah, we really fucked this up. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, good grief. Um, oh, man. man, I still even like pedestrian effort. Whatever our front four, I guess our front three yesterday. Still very impressive. I mean, Barco is every bit that $30 million that we're going to get for him in the offseason. Right. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, uh, I don't know that I've ever seen a player score this high on who scored. I know you don't use who scored anymore, Dan, but it's he's an eight. He's an eight point eight in his ratings yesterday, which is kind of insane to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's been fantastic. Um. He's just been the funny thing is he's like not in any of the conversation for any sort of MVP um the race it's all like Hanny Mukhtar and how many well, and how many matches did um how many matches did Barco miss at the beginning of the year I want to say like 5 or 6 uh he missed a bunch and he he wasn't great like no no, it was yeah. Post Olympics, he is absolutely the MVP. Yeah. Uh, he is. No. He's got that Landon Donovan half of that Landon Donovan trophy. It's yeah. all the blood doping he did at the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck whatever he did, do it. Do it some more. Absolutely, um, it's absolutely insane. Um, Elliot Beaven asking. Uh, I'm obviously jumping ahead, but NYCFC player got shown a red uh, yesterday. Does he play in the playoffs? No, I believe Gideon Zalalem will not be playing against us because he is suspended. Yeah. Yeah, yellow cards get expunged. Red cards do not. They get carried over. Right. But I don't think it's going to matter too much. I mean, he's only played for them seven times. I think he said seven appearances. But he's a new signing, right? He came over in the summer. Did he come over from Arsenal? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know either. He was at Arsenal at one point. I don't know if he... uh, No, I guess he... Never mind. He played with uh, Sporting KC before. No, you're right. He's been with, man. I I guess I don't well, pay enough attention. He's been he's been there since 2020. So never mind. Either way, I mean, I, yeah, I, he's been coming off the bench. So, I mean, he's gonna. They've got kind of a thinner bench anyway. NYCFC, is he in how many three? No, just NYCFC, NYCFC, They've got a thin bench. So with having him out, I mean, that just kind of depletes him a little bit further. But then, of course, we've we've got to deal with geometry. Yeah, uh, which is which is gonna suck, but mm. yeah, yeah, it's uh, so we got to start talking about the goals, boys. The goals, the goals, the goals. Um, Miles Robinson, you talk about losing Barco in the offseason, I think it's all but a done deal at this point. Miles Robinson with the chef's kiss of a goal, um, first in MLS, right? Yeah, um, first MLS goal, uh, and then immediately goes off for USMNT duty. God almighty, dude. There's no way we keep him, right? Like, is there yeah, any I mean, chance that he's back next year? I would imagine that he's gone. It's just like you, we haven't heard any rumors yet. Yeah. Um, so I, sh- surely he's gone. Surely. 
but I'll be happy to keep him if he wants yeah. to stay. No. Yeah, I think the only like mitigating factor in his transfer might be his age, but I there's got to be some there's got to be a team that's going to take a chance on him at that point. I mean, I guess what, he's 25. Is that right? I thought we said 24 last time we were talking about it, but yeah, I he is 24. Wrong. He turned he turns okay. 25 in March, so yeah. that's not that's not that old in in center back years, I guess. But um, yeah, there's I don't think there's really any chance he's he's staying. Um, yeah, I would love for it to see a championship team snap him up. Like it would just be—I think it would be a great challenge for him. Honestly, yeah. I—I've been calling for a while for um, Jesse March to snap him up because he plays really well in a in a back three, and uh, to go in and play for Leipzig, they've lost a couple center backs over the past year. Um, Upamecano went to Bayern Munich. Kanate went to Liverpool. Um, like they need some depth back there. He plays really well on a back three. Um, yeah, I, he does. That team is very exciting too. Um, yeah, I, I would love to see him go to a team like that where he's going to get play time and be able to be a part of. And it probably doesn't hurt having an American coach too. That's um, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, great way. I mean, to equalize and really get the team riled up. I thought, and then obviously the standout goal. Uh, I don't know if it's goal of the year for Atlanta United because there's been some good ones this year, but certainly the goal of the year for Joseph Martinez um, and one of his best all time. But I don't, I, it defied physics, man. Like I, I still, I've, <laughs> I've watched it so many times, like the amount that he had to turn his hips to rotate, to redirect that ball directly behind him without using his heel somehow like i just i don't get it man and, and he set up to it knew exactly what he was going to do as the ball popped up in the air and delivered every bit of it in the one place that he had to put it and it was a hell of a goal by joseph martinez yeah it's it so it's so bizarre like he it just like the ball pops up in the air, goes like what fifty feet up in the air, and then comes down. It's like okay, well, it's going to be someone's going to try header it. No, he's just going to like do a cheeky little dink, and everyone it complete catches everybody off guard. Pineda's response, I think, summed up everybody. What's wrong? Yeah, it was it was pretty incredible. I think Mulraney did the same thing too. Whenever he's coming over from the side, he's just. Oh my god! <laughs> what was that? That's it's a shot that you see a guy hit. Like if he mishits that, you're wondering why. What were you? Why thinking? would you try? Why, that? Yeah, why exactly. would you even try that? I think what I said to you, Kevin, was like just the audacity that he had when he saw that ball pop up. He's like, "Yeah, I'm doing it. Like I'm right. doing this." Um, yeah, the first angle they showed too, it looked like it hit off of his calf, and then the second angle, it looked like he hit it perfectly with the yeah. side of his foot. Like it was just. Well, especially coming off of that Toronto game, I think it was. Yeah, it was Toronto because he didn't play against Red Bulls, right? Um, but that Toronto game where he was just just near misses all night and just couldn't seem to put it together to get on the end of one, to see him come up big last night for the last game of the regular season and kind of lock in that win and that position for playoffs, was that, that was a good way to kind of end the season and go into a playoff mentality, I felt like, so... Yeah, because he'd had a header, he'd had a, you know, he'd had a shot from the six yard line. That, yeah, that Vermeer did really well, annoyingly to get to. Um, he tried everything, so the audacity to try that one is was yeah. like the last. Might as well, yeah, have a go. Yeah, uh, Kendrick with breaking news. Uh, Kendrick Brock in the trap saying our game against NYCFC is at three p.m. on the twenty first. That is the is that the Saturday or the Sunday before Thanksgiving? It's the Sunday Sunday, Sunday before Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So we get the Sunday match, gives us a little bit more rest. I like it. We have to go up that tiny little fucking baseball field, and it just yeah, it's, it's so small. I was watching the highlights of NY NYCC CFC and uh, <laughs> the Union, and it's it, no, the you it's pronounced Madun Union. Madunian, yeah, and I mean, even the, the camera angle just makes the field just look. I mean, you're playing on like a little park. I think the fact that they were able to lock up that win with 10 men is only a testament to that field yeah. size. I mean, 
I'm worried, man. I, I'm going to be honest. Like, yeah, that Cincy game was great, but Atlanta's run of form lately, and I know some of that has to take into account the rotations in the lineup uh, last night included, but um, even against Red Bulls, uh, the biggest missing factor there was Joseph Martinez. But um, I don't know, man. The the field size and everything else, I think everybody will be healthy, which, which is certainly a benefit. But just the way that this team wants to attack, uh, I think the one benefit that they have is that they've become a little bit more aware and um, – in sync with one another, especially those front four, a lot of one touches, which you really yeah. need. And I feel like that's been our biggest heel or, or thorn in our heel or thorn in our side up in NYCFC lately or over recent years is the fact that the team just hasn't really been built for quick one, two or one touch plays. And so that front four right now, if they're all healthy and all able to play i feel like we might have the best opportunity to really build an attack with quick one-touch passes up the line but overall i'm worried man i mean those last to be the second best team in the east since august since the start of august for atlanta united uh, the last three games certainly didn't inspire that ranking or or motivate me to think that they were um really holding that title as second place team per se. Yeah. It's if you look at the form tables, uh, Lanny United used to be second and we've dropped now down to fifth. So, you know, we've had three draws and two wins in our last five NYC, you know, New York have had in their last four games, four wins and a draw. So they've been climbing up and their, their form is getting better. So you, you do worry. Um, I'm just hoping that, I don't know, I feel like the Red Bulls game was actually a pretty mature performance uh, and took a lot of focus to that. was a that. nervy game, man. I mean, and then, Atlanta didn't have a single shot all night. Did they end up with one shot all night? Yeah. And then you oh. go back with, with the Cincinnati game. It's like, well, we, I don't know what that first half was, but the second half was, okay, the urgency's there, and now we can see guys are going to crash and, and try stuff. Yeah. So maybe, maybe this is all Pineda, like just trying to manage the minutes and the energy levels for the guys and saying, okay, now we need to go for it because, you know, come the 21st, that's it. It's all, you have to leave everything out there now. Yeah. So hopefully there's, we're not, we're all we have. The nice thing about just this one and out game is, that's it. You just you don't have to manage a long term game. You just have to get through that game. Well, and it's the whole point that you made about Cincy, right? It's like, what are you? You're, you're this is it now. You've got to play through this. If you lose, you go home. You got to put it all out there now. And to Kendrick's point, like I know he says it in jest about them having two weeks where they can take the team to one of the the pitches on the Marta stations, but in reality, I think that's something different that. Atlanta really hasn't had in the regular season where they just have to kind of pick up a match on the road against NYCFC and go from playing a regular sized pitch to playing in Yankee stadium. They can rehash the, the training field over at uh, whatever their training facility is. It's slipped off the top of children's, my head now. Right? Children's, children's. Yeah. yeah. But you know, they can play on a compressed field and really practice on that for a couple of weeks and get used to that pace of play and come up with an attack formation that's planned around that in a way that I don't think that they've been able to really in the past. So, yeah, I, I mean, we have two weeks. What, what's, what's Saban doing right now? Cause if, <laughs> if, if we got Saban and we got two weeks to game plan, I don't know that anybody can beat us. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, all joking aside, I think that is, I, I, I think it'll benefit us um, a good deal because yeah, I, I mean, we, we will, I, I didn't even think about that to be honest, Kevin, being able to readjust the the training ground to be more along the lines of those pitch sizes. Can I just say how stupid it is that it's like, I'm guessing the say, or like the, the rules come down for FIFA that there's a range of a standard soccer field size. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Um, but isn't isn't MLB the same way though? I mean, like there's different outfield like wall heights sure, and shit like yeah. that. So I mean, I think I it's think, 
a part of American sports inherently in some way, not, I mean, not like basketball and stuff like that, but I mean, that certainly plays a part in MLB stadiums, you know? And I think there might actually be like a, like a range for basketball too, but like, I don't think it's as drastic. It's just the, like, it just seems so drastic in, yeah. um, in soccer. Anyway, um, Elliot even brings up a point. He says, cause I, I was wondering about this. I was looking it up on sofa, sofa score. Um, so that Atlanta won before they can uh, they can do it again at Yankee Stadium. And I was wondering, had we ever won a game at Yankee Stadium? We won one during our championship season. We have won oh. one time, one nil. Back in, yep, back in April of uh, 2018, it looks like. Um, oh, I guess we did that in the playoffs too, didn't we? That's what I was talking about. Okay, yeah. I was thinking yeah. of the regular season. You're right. It's two times then, because uh, this is I'm I'm only seeing the. Um, who England? scored that goal, Tim? Wait, 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 no, 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 I didn't no, no. think we'd yeah, no, beaten them there. You're right. No, no. I, this is European dates. This is not April 11th. This is November 4th, 2018. Oh yeah. It's daylight savings time. Again, you got to yeah. factor that stuff <laughs> you in. You got to factor. <laughs> this is all the stuff I should have game planned for <laughs> leading up to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good grief. Um I, I haven't seen the handball call that um, both Will Bowron and now Coach Steve are talking about. In the I haven't RSL seen that game. either. You have to take a look at it. They they admitted they fucked it up. So you know it was real bad. Yeah, you know it was real real bad. If Pro was like, okay, we we yeah. did fuck this up. Like that's it's not something that they can. Uh, they normally don't swallow their pride on that sort of thing. So, so Tim, how are you feeling looking ahead to not just NYCFC but just playoffs in general? Because if we get through NYCFC, our next game is against New England. <laughs> it's not like no, you're right. it's got an easy path ahead. You know what? Like, I, I take a lot of solace in the fact that it is one and done. And a team like New England, I don't know that they're any different than LAFC when they lose in the first round against Seattle. Or or like, um, who was it? Red Bulls lost to Philly? Or I'm trying to think who... Somebody won the supporter shield recently in the East and and lost in the first round or second round. I mean, it's, Philly. It was Philly. It was Philly that lost. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I I I think that that makes me feel a lot better going into these things, and I it, especially now it's completely one and done too. Not that the first round was ever a uh, two leg affair, but like we used to play two legs in the the second round, right? In third round. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel good about I it. I always thought that was so weird that the final was one and done, but the yeah. semis were two legs. Like, that seemed so backwards to me. But it, they were trying to copy the way the Champions League does it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what other... Does the FA Cup do two-leg semis, Dan? I can't remember. The FA Cup? No. No, they just do replays occasionally. Yeah. It's if, just if it, ties, yeah. the two legs. The two legs were always the international stuff. Okay, so yeah, like... yeah. So trying to copy that, but yeah, I I love the one and done format. It makes it more exciting for sure, especially folding in another team into the fold again too, and and giving. Honestly, thinks in some ways that New England having that week off, extra week off, they're not going to play again for three for about weeks. a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is not good for them. I don't think. Yeah. yeah, they need to start chowing down on burgers or something. You know, yeah. just. Uh... <laughs> I think it. I I think that is kind of a uh, disadvantage, honestly. Especially, I mean, I don't think they've really had a really bad stress or stretch of form this season. It's not like they're not in form too, and just to have to sit on your butts for obviously they're gonna be training, but um, not being in in a match for three weeks at least is. Ugh. Yeah. So Atlanta United would not host a playoff game Correct. unless the final falls their way, right? Um. Yeah. We, well, I think final... we could potentially, depending on how the other results go, if Orlando or um, who was the other one, Red Bulls, if one of those get through to the Eastern Conference final, then that would be a home game because they'd be we'd be the highest seed. So, but we're on 51 points. To your point, Kevin, we have the – so there are five matchups that would um, that would result in us having a home match, and three of those yeah. are finals. If, yeah. if Minnesota, Vancouver, or Real Salt Lake yeah. get to the final, we would host. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. I mean, when we get to the final, I don't know that we will host. And, and <laughs> we're probably going to be going to Colorado in the middle of fucking uh, November, or I guess the Yikes. beginning of December – to to play uh, they can bring out the snowball though that'd be fun 
Yeah, the orange ball. You yeah. know, we have a pretty good history exactly. with that ball. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what was I want to say. 5-0 or was it 6-0? It was 5-0, right? 6-1. It was 6-1? Okay. They, oh, damn it. They got a goal. Um, yeah, that was Minnesota. That was up in Minnesota, the second game of the first year, right? Yeah, man. Go for yeah. stadium. Mm. That was, uh, yeah, it was fun times. It was fun times. Uh-oh. His, his oh. shot charged. Are we downloading it? Yeah, I mean, I gave my thoughts just just briefly about how I'm feeling. Asked for Tim's, and now I think you've what? charged your shot for two weeks. We're ready for a heavy dose. <laughs> one last one last thought, though. One last one last little thing I didn't uh, about my feelings going into the playoffs. Like confidence wise, the front four in our attack, like you need yeah. that in the playoffs. And like I I I feel super confident that they're going to be able to take it away uh, in in New York. Oh right, my God. Yeah, come on, man. What are you doing? Uh, he's, he's just <laughs> wrapping he left, up. I just hope he left some of the pipes after last week. Uh. <laughs> I heard you did a podcast in the middle of the night in bed. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Do you remember it or no? <laughs> no, they sometimes sometimes they just happen. Yeah. And, sometimes uh, you just wake up and you did a I podcast. Wake up. <laughs> Check Twitter and it's on there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. NYCFC. Well, we've we've been here before, haven't we? I mean, so they ended up with fourteen wins, nine draws, eleven losses. That's a lot of losses. So I kind of feel like this. We've summed this up already. I mean, Castellanos, M- Morales, Jesus Medina has come into a little bit of form. Um, but the two center backs, Callens and Chano, have been they've been they've been pretty average this season. So <laughs> just saw Mateo's comment. That's beautiful, Mateo. I hope people from work aren't watching this. <laughs> um, so I mean Cassianos has got that golden boot. It was a pretty low, you know, not even above twenty. Come on. That's is and that's a golden boot. That's not really. It's kind of just a it's just a soccer game really isn't it so it's the field it's the apprehension i've seen off the past couple of games that we've had <laughs> we're gonna get fined because they don't they don't, they don't fuck with us anymore one. yeah yeah <laughs> that's what bothers me so if but the thing is on paper, again, we should win this. It should, if we're going to get to a, the final of the NMS Cup, we've got to have these ridiculous, we could, we got just got to power through and get past all these things. What I thought was good about the Bread Balls game is that it's, it, it showed maturity and focus. Like there was a lot in there. Yes, we didn't have, we, I think we had one or two shots on goal. And, but I, I argue the fact that if Bella would put that one away at the last, at the last few minutes, would be having a completely different conversation about it, even though it was pretty boring. Um, but then after he took that shot, George Bellow ran the length of the field with against a guy who had like a 20-yard head start of him, chased him down and tackled the goal, tackled him and broke up the attack that he had he had messed up on. So there is every chance that we could win this game. There's, you know, more chances that we could lose this game. So I I'm going to say we win it. I'm, you know, one nil, shitty one nil win, but that's what it's going to be for me. And if it's not, then it's not season over. That's okay. And we can just move on. All right. Tim, what are you thinking? Score prediction. Mm, I do. Yeah. Uh, I don't. <laughs> two, two nil, two nil to Atlanta. Dos a zero. Dos a zero. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we get Barco and Araujo on the board. I I don't think Atlanta is going to get through the first round. Realistically, mm. I, I think it's going to be. I think it might get ugly and and be a a two nil NYC uh, win. Honestly, um, I don't want it to be, but that's kind of just the way I'm leaning just based on the way things are trending. I do think that it's a, a really big positive that they've got a couple of weeks to prepare for it. Tim, I completely agree. I think our front four are arguably th- the best front four in the league right now, but I just don't know. There's just too many unknowns in the way NYCFC is playing versus the way that 
Atlanta's been playing over the past five matches. I just I don't know what to expect out of this team, and I'm not as confident going into it as I would have been, you know, a month ago. You know, I just I just don't know. So Yeah. This segment of the show is brought to you by Doomsday Preppers. (laughs) (laughs) Sky is falling. That said, that said, (laughs) I, I think that if you if you talk to anybody back in June about the state of Atlanta United, or maybe I guess that was May. Was that May or June? Uh, coming coming off of or going into the end of Heinz's tenure that Atlanta United would go from, I think at the time, like 10th or 11th place in the East to being in fifth in the East with a chance to really make a run at it and not just being fifth based on a fluke couple of games, but a really solid run and a solid stretch of like nine games straight. Um I think that we'd all consider the season a win no matter what. And I certainly do. If, if Atlanta is one and done against NYCFC, it's been a great season for me. And I think that they've done a lot of really good things and I'm really excited about next season as well. But, um, and I want them to win this weekend. Don't get me wrong. Or uh, that first game, it's not this weekend. I keep forgetting. Next weekend. Yeah. Um, But I just, like I said, I just, again, NYCFC is a good team, man. And it's on, it's in, their home stadium. They've got Golden Boot winner right now. It's there's a lot of things against Atlanta United besides just the the front four that Atlanta's got right now. So, mm. um, interesting thing that Mike Conti posted. Speaking of the playoffs and scheduling, um, he said if we were to get through to the first round, what you were talking about, Kevin, us playing uh, New England, we'd be on a Tuesday night. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that just is weird. weird. Anyway, I just thought that was... uh... Yeah. I think that, you know, our defense has been nails. Brad Guzan has been fantastic this season. So I feel like we're in the best position that we can be in order to take this NYCFC team on. So, and you're right. I mean, weird things happen. It's one game. It could easily... We could easily lose lose this, but I think we... We should win it. I hope so. I really do. Um, all right. Anything else before we crack this thing open? Um, just looking at score predictions. Anybody have any in here? Um, Nathan Explosion. Sorry, guys. NYCFC 4, Atlanta United 2. Also from New York, so I might be biased. Um, Tim, why do you have a hoodie that says die on it? It says every time I die. It's one of my oh, favorite bands. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see the every time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Richard Gordon, 2-1 Atlanta. Clayton Poss, 2-1 Atlanta as well. Yeah. Kevin, are you uh, you cranking, cranking the box open? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. So, first stats. Uh, Joseph Martinez goals. Uh, I'll give everyone, nobody's looking at stats, right? Right. So, um, Tim, what do you think you answered? 15. 19. Okay. Dan, what do you think you answered? Probably something ridiculous, like 25. (laughs) No, you said 17 and I said 18. Joseph Martinez actually ends the season with 12. That gives one point to dan there for taking yes. the taking the under wait wait wait. Uh, right, on. that's one point to dan okay one point to write dan. that down <laughs> all right i'm done see you guys later bye all right uh team points tim how many do you think you said 69 you did say 69 nice yeah of course uh, i said that <laughs> dan what do you think you said oh probably like 63 65 i said 63 Atlanta ends up with 51 so i'll take one on that one uh regular season finish in the east should be no brainer here tim always selling sunshine with uh (laughs) saying that atlanta would finish first in the east dan saying second and i said third of course they finished fifth i'll take another point there with taking the under um most assists on the team. Who do you think you said, Tim? Uh, Brooks Lennon. You said Moreno. 
Oh. Um, and let me go back to stats here. Uh, so you said Moreno. Dan, who do you think you said? Barco. You did say Barco, as did I. And Barco actually is leading the team in assists, so we will both get a point there. Damn it. Goals conceded for Atlanta. I hate United. these games. I hate these predictions. <laughs> <games. laughs> I'm so good at them, but uh goals conceded. This one's really good. This is the first one we've had where somebody actually guessed correctly. Uh goals conceded, Tim. How many th- do you think you said? 37. You said 55. Uh Dan, what? how many do you think you said? Uh 40. You said 37, which is the amount that Atlanta United mm. conceded this season. So that's season. bonus points. That's we will, we're going to give, no, we're giving you three. It's just like if you guess the score correctly, you're going to get three for the 37 pick. I said 42, so I, I get nothing there. Um, outrageous prediction. <laughs> Barco goals. Um, how many do you guys think that you called for Barco goals for this season? Tim? Did I say eight? You did say eight. Pretty damn close. You're actually going to be the one to take this. Dan, how many do you think you said? Twelve. You said nine, and I said ten. All right. Um, Yellow cards. Who did you think had the oh. most yellow now, cards? Now I remember two? these. these <laughs> who do you think had the most yellow cards? Who do you think you called, Tim? Was, was this in the first half or the second half that we decided to to do this? Or was it just extra time? What do you mean? Well, we came up with these stupid stats that was like, like people getting a free kick off in the 83rd minute or something. No, we did not player. say anything like that. Well, we didn't still... do Vegas prop bets. Like, yellow cards is a pretty decent... Uh... Yeah, there's still four of them here. So we did yellow... The last four that we've got were yellow cards, MLS champ, if it's not Atlanta United, which we won't know until later, uh, who the winner in the West would be. And then uh, the last one that we threw in was just the regular attendance games that we would have. Oh, right, we right, all, right, okay. No idea where <laughs> So, uh, yellow cards. Uh, Tim, who do you think you said would have the most yellow cards this season? Uh, I didn't say Sosa, did I? No, you said Barco. Oh. Uh, Dan, who did you say? Um, Man, I can't remember now. It was Ibarra, which wasn't a bad pick at the time. We all thought he was going to play a lot more than he ended up playing. But uh, your boy got it right with Sosa. Sosa actually leads with eight. Um, and then out of nowhere, uh, Franco right behind him with seven. Nice, which Franco. Is, which is even more impressive because he played a lot fewer games, right, than Sosa did? Or not a lot yeah. fewer, but he played yeah. fewer games. Yeah. Uh, I'm only going to take one point for Sosa. That's not as impressive as calling out a specific number, uh, Dan. So <laughs> I will play seven that. goals on the nose. That's pretty yeah. impressive. That's really defense, good, by the way. Yeah. Because uh, we I mean, all thought that we were going to concede a ton of goals this season. Oh, let's yeah. Be honest. But that was also under Heinze, who seemingly had this team all playing up at the midfield line for the first, you know, two or three matches where any quick counter instantly had us on the back foot with nobody back to cover. So who would have thought the most anticipated coach in Atlanta United history would be the worst coach in Atlanta United history. (laughs) So let's see. Um, We all still have a dog in the fight, I believe. Yes. For uh, MLS champ. If it's not Atlanta United, you two both pick teams on the West. Do you remember who you picked? Seattle. Seattle. Uh, Dan did pick Seattle. Tim, you actually picked Portland. Oh, um, Portland? I have I have Red Bulls down. Um, oh, fuck you, kid. <laughs> Red Bulls. I do, I do. So we'll see how that shakes out. But uh, winner in the West. Um, hey, guess what? Spoiler alert, guys. We're all out on that one because we all <laughs> picked an LA team of one or the other. You two picked LAFC, and I picked Galaxy. Um, um, I'm happy to be wrong on that one. 
Yeah. And then Tim, you, you pick up the regular season, uh, attendant, regular attendance games with 13. Uh, Dan said 10 and I said nine. I think that they opened up what, like July 4th. And then the rest of the season was all full attendance. So, uh, I think you got that. One, so. Uh, I let's see. Points. <laughs> so you got two, I've got, uh, let's see here. One, two three four and then dan has one two five dan's got five so it'll all come down to mls champ if it's not atlanta united if one of us get that right dan or i that none could determine none God. of us if you get that right kevin I'm, <laughs> if any of us get that right yeah. oh boy bunch of plastics <laughs> uh, um, we have an nycfc another nycfc fan in the trap saying 3-1 nycfc uh, jomar. jomar medina so all <sighs> right um thank you guys for all hanging out with us um it's been a fun regular season we're excited to be able to continue recording in the offseason or not even the offseason in the playoffs i should say um now that we've made the cut, we thought we might be done at this point just a couple of months ago. So uh, looking forward. We might be back next week. TBD, uh, if you want to know if we're going to be back or not, an easy way to know is to make sure to hit that bell icon on YouTube so that you get a notification whenever we go live. Might be next week. Might be in two weeks. Who knows? Only so, way to know is to subscribe and hit that bell notification. But they're only going to know like immediately when we go live. So there's no That's like, all that matters. Okay. <laughs> or if they're subscribed and they have no notifications on whenever it gets uploaded, they'll get the notification that we post an exactly. episode. Exactly. So Dan, well, then you gotta post the episode, don't you? Where no, is... we're talking about YouTube, Dan. <laughs> Where's we're... the it's okay, he's muted. He can't say <laughs> <laughs> I'll take care of that problem real quick. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in with us. Um, where can you find where can they find you guys at on Peloton and woodworking and everywhere else. Only fans, only pans, only dance. Where only can they land. find you? Where Dude, can they oh. find you at on only dance? dance? <laughs> only dance. Only dance. So Getting every time somebody, right now, every time somebody mistypes only fans, you're gonna get tra- You're gonna get a lot can, of traffic from people. You can find dance. me on only dance at the download. <laughs> <laughs> at the or at the official Dan <laughs> Only Dan's. Oh, uh, oh, someone's already got it. The real Dan Load. They've only got three followers. What a waste. Yeah. Oh man. Also, I wish the guy who owns the 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 domain for homebeforedark.com would relinquish it, but he just he doesn't even have a website. He just buys the domain and holds it for yep. Just, just do home before Dirk. Just <laughs> <laughs> get around it, you know. Home before Dirk. <laughs> Wasn't that that Christopher Nolan movie? Uh, no, I think that was Arrival. No, I thought that I thought that he had that movie about the boats Dun- out on the ocean. <laughs> home before, home before Dunkirk. That's what it was. Oh, oh that's a little insensitive. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's just Kevin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, where can they find you guys at? You can find me at DNJMS or to the power down on Peloton where we can just do some rolling together for five minutes. Dude, that I don't think anything makes me more mad at this point. Whenever <laughs> I finish a big workout and then I get all my activity notifications from everybody else working out in the morning. And then one of them is Dan for 16 calories burned rolling, whatever that is. Um, yeah, really cool. That's really called, keep that that's, up. That's what they that's what they call it whenever you do ecstasy. Like, <laughs> it's just rolling afterwards. <laughs> Tripartite uh, method. Really great. Uh Tim, where can they find you at? You can find me at Tim Herb on Instagram and uh, on Nextdoor, I guess. Maybe I'm on there. <laughs> <laughs> just yelling about people's cats. <laughs> yeah, mostly oh. fireworks. Like, I love 
I love shit posting about fireworks on Nextdoor. Oh, Come see me f- flame war with my neighbors on, on Nextdoor. <laughs> we had a great one about uh, people hunting deer in in people's backyards. <laughs> what? <laughs> so in in Dunwoody, it's legal to hunt deer with a bow and arrow in a residential neighborhood. So I mean, <laughs> nobody actually. Uh, well, I guess. Pay no mind what? to me in a ghillie suit laying down <laughs> right. next to the speed hump next time you drive through the neighborhood. Yeah. So oh, there you that's go. Great. That's great. <laughs> just walking down oh, the street man. and just hearing. <laughs> fun, fun. <laughs> <laughs> like coming from. Oh, that's man. pretty incredible that you could do that. I know that's it's it's crazy. kind of bizarre. It's but... kind of fucked up. <laughs> but we turn got... on your put on your spotlight in your backyard, like. Oh. Well, we get a lot of deer, and I'm I'm I've seen like a doe, and she's I guess she's got two kids, and I'm just waiting to see one of them just sprawled out on the road with an arrow through it or something. But why has she got geez. goats following her? Um, I couldn't remember what the. No, youth. it's like actual kids. It's sweet tooth. This is the start of that sweet tooth show on Netflix. <laughs> it's about cute. It's not actually a real doe. It's actually someone just dressed in a doe skin leading children <laughs> around the neighborhood. Oh god. <laughs> it's Buffalo Bob. It's, it's that new uh, new horror film, Antlers. Oh man. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you can find all of us on Twitter. Where can they find you, Kevin? Where can they uh, find you? At the architect, that's at the underscore A R C number one T E C T. Collectively at home before dark, that's before spelled B and the number four. Thank you guys again so much. We'll see you next time. As always, be home before dark. Just a shout out to um, Sydney Seventeen supporters. Hey, que pona te da la carne en el asador. The team needs to put all the meat on the barbecue, and then in my mouth. But not Tim's because of Gallup.